You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So, I, I know you, Ryan, Jeremy, you've been Mr. like against the running backs, but like, are you surprised at all of what's going on right now? with the whole conversation surprise. No, I am a little disheartened, right? Like I grew up loving the running back position. I grew up loving Barry Sanders. And so mm-hmm. we're in this really kind of dark time for, for running backs. And, and I, I find myself in a really weird spot because of course I want like running backs, one of the toughest positions on the football field, right? Like they're taking so much damage. Their, their careers are so short. I, of course I want those guys to get paid a fair amount. But at the same time, like if I'm building a team, like you guys know what I think about that. Like, I don't think it is smart to invest. Like you have a limited amount of capital. It it's prove like it, it's hard to argue against history where giving these guys second contracts has not worked out well for anybody. Yeah. But then that has the the human. The, the problem is, right. is that it then has the human impact of that. Yes. You are then impoverishing these guys. Yeah. Like you're impoverishing an entire like. I, I, who was it that was saying that they needed another big running back to really hold out? Maybe we get that with Saquon Barkley, depending on what's happened here. But like the 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 actual implication of it is like, yeah, that sounds good as like a statistic analytical thing. But then it's always used by the people with money to say, all right, then fuck the labor. Then we're going to use this to screw the labor. And that's exactly what's happened here these these past few weeks with you know all these guys and like i i can't blame mixon for doing what he did with basically he just wanted to make sure he had a, a seat at the musical right. chairs tournament here it's, but like it's I, it, it's become like, a massive talking point i like i just how do you pull out of this how do how do you pull out of this running back free fall i'm yeah I, as much as i am like against investing into running backs like i never want to see this hurt players who give their entire body to this game right so you know who the most the most paid running back i think i forget what it was but i'm pretty sure one of the most paid running back right now is um, probably no it's Bijan. it's a rookie contract Oh, because of where he was drafted oh it's a rookie top 10 contract like it's it it, it's fallen off that precipitously maybe it just requires an evolution to it but it kind of reminds me of like you guys remember when Jimmy Graham was bitching about how little money he was making as a tight end, right? And when they were playing his yeah. position, because that was he was one of the first to really play that position, like as a wide receiver, and that maybe that changed a little bit. But like, you know, who resets the running back and just pulls it out of the nosedive? Jameer Gibbs when he becomes Marshall Falk 2.0. <laughs> All right, I, on I, I do have to write the Cabinda profile, and um. I, I do wonder, like, on one hand, I was, like, ready before all this to say the the fullback is dead, but it almost feels like that's maybe the model for, like, maybe because those top guys are completely falling off, maybe it leaves a, r- a route for guys like fullbacks to stick around, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with the position. I just don't. I, 
I honestly think the only and and sorry, I'm I'm gonna check off a bingo box here too, but like we talked about this on on Monday Football Monday today. Like the only way I think this turns around is if the game of football turns around. If the mm. running game suddenly becomes more valuable. And listen, like I think it is. In, it's already on its it, way there with but certain But it's not teams. like with with who? I mean, the, pro- the problem like, is that, well, the problem is, is that it's with like the guys that we're talking about, like Gibbs, like people are going to point to Christian McCaffrey and then you just have to remind right. them. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey also catches a lot of balls. Right. But it's like at the same time, a lot of people are like, okay, well that didn't mean squat for the 49ers once their quarterbacks went down because quarterback matters a hell in the passing game matters a hell of a lot more. And so, you know, there is this narrative that the NFL is cyclical and, and, you know, as teams get faster and smaller, bigger and stronger teams are are going to do better. Maybe that that happens, but at the same time like the passing game has not been cyclical. The the passing yeah. game has been on a steady rise where it's just like it's getting more valuable and more valuable and the rules are lending more and more to passing the game more and and you're hearing these analytical guys going like you should never throw the ball or you should never run the ball because you're throwing it, you know, 7.8 yards per attempt and you're running it 4.2. You're losing 3 yards every time you decide to run the ball. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to be like Austin Eckler going around screaming bloody murder at the death of about the death of the position like he has been. But I, I don't know what else to do with it. I, I worry about wide receiver for a different reason. Almost feels like there's like we're going to see a devaluation of wide receiver at some point just because there's too many young wide receivers coming out. We've already seen these this with a yeah. couple of wide receivers. Why pay these guys another contract when just draft another one? I mean, yeah, as as the as the pro game more mirrors the college game, that transition for young wide receivers is is easier and quicker and faster. And and yeah, you're seeing every single year a stacked wide receiving crew, maybe maybe with this year being the the lone weird exception. But we'll see how Jackson Smith and Jigba and, and, and company does. But I, I like like I said, like it's hard to blame teams for doing what they're doing because they're dealing with a budget. And when everything in history tells you spending a, a, a huge portion of that budget on your running back is a bad idea. Sure. You want to be the good guy and you want to be the guy that's like, we love our players. We're going to pay our players, but I don't think it needs to be a huge part. I just think it needs to be competitive with something like a wide receiver. The problem is, is that like historically sometimes running backs get stuff that like, yeah, like maybe it's starting to creep crouch towards like quarterbacks sometimes you'd like round the aughts or so. I don't know. It's 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 a weird, tough situation, and and I feel like the narrative has gotten even further than I've wanted it to be as a guy who, who has clearly been on the analytics side of this debate. But I I, I just I don't have a good like I don't. There's no reason to expect NFL general managers to make financially irresponsible decisions just out of the goodness of their heart. Sure, but we're also dealing with also like. I think the question is how much of that then should I look to the analytical department and say, Hey, you guys kind of set this up. You kind of set this up for labor getting screwed here. Like I understand you were to dig deep into the numbers, but like at what cost did this come? And again, part of this is also that the NFLPA has been just dog shit weak for so long too. And they failed to fight on every front. And this is another front that they just really didn't anticipate. But I, I and I don't know what the alternative is, just like we're just going like I think teams will suffer short term, maybe even long term by devaluing running back position, because this is still a valuable part of the game. Your offensive outlook does change 
when you do have a running a running game that can hold teams accountable. Yep. I, I anyway the the, the tough t- thing too is like I, I see a lot of people saying the same thing you did, which is like the NFLPA needs to get involved. They need to they need to address this. Uh, yeah, in the but next I don't even know what bargaining. they do. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. yeah. What what do you do? What do you put in the CBA that says you like? You have to pay your running backs the second well, you contract. Remember, like, like that doesn't there, make any there sense. There are certain, but I think there are certain um, floors that could be met. I, I forget what they did with tight ends, but they did resolve this with tight ends. So, like the Jimmy Graham thing stopped happening. Or like this is like maybe mean, but maybe give these running backs two year deals or three year deals, right? Like their quote unquote second contracts and they get two or three or four voided years at the end. Like that's just the way it is, you know, like, right. I just think some teams are going to hurt themselves a little bit doing this too, just because they're going to chase this efficiency and realize, Oh, our quarterback isn't good enough without a good running game. Oh yeah. There's many, that's everyone except for a handful though. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's kind of why I was surprised the 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 giants prioritized what they did, right? Like is Daniel Jones half the quarterback he is without Saquon Barkley? I don't even think they get to the playoffs without Saquon Barkley. Right. No, dude, they rode him like a Clydesdale last year. Right. That's what's so brutal about this is like, how many touches did Saquon have? Hold on. You guys. Well, and I get that. That becomes the, 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 unfortunately the catch 22 is like the more touches you give a guy to Jeremy's point the less valuable he becomes because it's just not a position that is long-term. Right. Yeah. Well, and again, as Dan said, it's Pacheco in the Super Bowl. but again, who's the quarterback? He carried the ball 295 times. Who who is the quarterback with Pacheco? Holy cow. And then he caught the ball another 57. Yeah. So 350 touches. Yo. Bill Barnwell put out a really good article this week on all things running back and feels like this is, his second or third time writing on the topic. And I think there, there are a couple of things that, that come into play that I think aren't talked about enough. One being that quarterbacks are now a primary part of the running game, right? With, with some of these guys with, yeah, with they Jaylen have to hurts. run. Right. Yeah, it hurts. Hurts. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and who does that take value away from your running, running backs? Back. Yeah. So, and I think yeah. again, like kind of the answer there is you just have to become the hybrid, like the tailback just has to become, like a fullback 2.0 in that they have to do everything like it's like or like a tight end you just have to be able to catch too yeah it's it's why it's 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 the argument to make for a, a draft pick like jameer gibbs is that like you're not getting a running back you're getting a, a hybrid running back slash wide right. receiver but that wide receiver is a higher value but that also brings its own risk too because that just like the argument always against a guy like hertz is he's opening himself up to injury by carrying sure. the ball yeah, and a, an injury to your quarterback is infinitely worse than injury to a running back. True, definitely. No, Curtis is one of those rare ones right now, though. I, uh, I mean, I think he he's hurts built people. For it. No, when, he's built yeah, for it. Yeah. When he runs the ball, he hurts people. He's like one of those few. He dishes out the punishment for sure, but not everybody's like that. Him and like Josh Allen are probably the only two quarterbacks that can right. actually like hurt people. Yeah, I think for a while Cam Newton could do that too. But again, I think for the problem sure. is, is like Cam Newton just got the tread under the tires after a while yeah. and never really his arm just he had a hell of an arm sometimes, but I just it just would fail him now and then in certain situations. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about uh, you at uh, Morgan since you're back now. Jeremy wanted to ask you about um, your time at J-Mo's J-Mo camp. camp. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's have a little story time with Morgan. Oh, there's some funny stuff, man. Um, 
first of all, it was a good time. It was rainy, overcast. Honestly, I was like, is this going to be going on? And then uh, Eamon called me. He was like, hey, Morgan, uh, this is happening, rain or shine. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got my car and went to Chandler Park Academy. Uh, it was cool. I talked to his mom a lot. I was like, okay. And uh, talked to his dad quite a bit, too. And you get the sense, like, they're very, like, close-knit. And, like, the, they have four kids. Jamo's the second youngest. And mom runs things, for sure. <laughs> and uh, it was cool. Like, you got to see the competitive side of, like, them. Um, I think I told you guys this in Slack. This is actually pretty funny. There was this one corner. Jamison was uh, coaching the receivers. And then his brother, his younger brother, Slim, was coaching the corners along with a kid. Uh, from LSU and they kept putting this big corner out to like guard you know these receivers and this kid was like a little reincarnate of like sauce gardener he was like tall had long arms like was getting up near the line of scrimmage and like choking kids essentially I was like okay I was watching it you know just taking pictures and uh, Jameson notices and then uh, J Slim and the other kid have their phones out to record it and he's like man y'all keep putting him up here you're gonna make somebody cry and like jim like it was cool to he like scolded them he's like what are y'all doing man put your phones away it was that was an interesting little i was like okay jmo you know he's, he's trying to keep people off social media yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's not do this yeah uh it was cool to see though it was cool to see him in that his mom said it was a that's his happy place and yeah you could tell he was really he was jumping around being loud having fun and despite the weather funny We'll yeah, a lot of that, a lot yeah a lot that's interesting because like we know him as a pretty quiet guy right as and and it makes sense right he's he's surrounded by veterans who've been around this for a while and he's probably just soaking it all in and even in the locker room he's he's a little quiet and and, and maybe still just kind of getting used to everybody right like i'm i'm that kind of person where if i'm if i'm in a new environment it's going to take me like a year to adjust and i'm gonna like before i go out and and start being myself and being loud like I got to take in everyone. I got to feel the crowd and things like that. And I feel like that's what we're seeing in the locker room in, in Allen park, but maybe he's more comfortable, more in his own element. Maybe it's his happy place when he's kind of in that, like, you know, to, to maybe oversimplify things like in kind of a fatherly role in a, in a mentorish role. And, and that goes along with what we said, what we heard when we talked to, uh, to his trainer, right. Is like people gravitate towards him at, at, at those places and, and maybe that's just because it's a younger crowd and, and he you know he has a natural energy that that, that you saw maybe is that i don't know it, yeah. it, it's interesting because like the jmo you saw i feel like is not the jmo that i've seen and and it, it it has everything to do i think with his his surrounding environment yeah you could tell he's just more comfortable right like you see him in front of the media sometimes he's not definitely not comfortable there he was just comfy kicking it with the kids everyone wanted to dap him up Everyone, you know, saying JMO, JMO, JMO. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was cool to see him in that environment, just a little more relaxed, a little more not as many guards up. Yeah. There's there's only me and two other uh media people there. So yeah, it was cool. And he got I wanna say he's heavier. Like I wanna see what you guys see when you see him in person, but I definitely think he's heavier again. He said he was at his pre pre surgery weight. Mm-hmm. He just has those sprinter legs, man. You see, like, <laughs> yeah, good right? God, you're just, <laughs> you're just born to sprint. But I found out his mom and his dad were both track stars. Mm. So they're just like, 
fast. Everyone, they were all two sport athletes. They all ran track. Uh, and yeah, you could just, I think it's one of those families that strikes me as like, they just kick it with themselves Yeah, and have their own little like ecosystem. And like, that's kind of it. Like, yeah. And that, that, to me, that was one of the more interesting things you said to me because there, I mean, there's that perception, right? He's out on Instagram live at 2 a.m. He's, he's in the dangerous parts of town. I, I think a lot of people think he's like, he's out there partying and, and going crazy. And, you know, maybe there are things that we aren't seeing. Maybe he's in the strip clubs and he's doing this and he's doing that. <laughs> and, and the thing you told me is like, he likes to chill, hang out, like not do much and eat food, right? Like that's play football, yeah. eat food. That's it. And his mom said he has four dogs, which she's like, uh, that bugs me. That's I, end up taking, <laughs> I end up taking care of them a lot. And I was like, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, he really, and that's what it seems like. He seems like he's not really. He's low key. Yeah. Not really wanting to be social with people that he doesn't really know. Yeah. Um, when, we, when we asked him about the Coney thing, he was just like, yeah, I was just getting some food. I'd heard that was a really good place to get some food. So, which is true. That place is good. And it's open 24 hours of the day. He got a breakfast sandwich, what I wouldn't recommend. I would get a chicken pita if I went there. I love breakfast sandwiches, though. I mean, yeah, it always hits. It's like a top sandwich. Yeah. He said he gets that every time. Anywhere he goes, he's going to get a breakfast sandwich. I was like, that's kind of hilarious. But yeah, just... uh, And I was thinking when I was at the camp, like how quickly J-Mo's like ascension was, right? Like he was at Ohio State. He got buried. Got to Alabama. Went crazy that one season. Tore his ACL. Got drafted by the Lions, and then that was it. That was last year. Like, it was all – it happened for, like, a year and a half for him, man. Like, he was – Yeah. I just think, like, you know, maybe he hasn't had a chance to catch his breath yet. Oh, quite yet. I, yeah. I mean, he's crazy. barely played a lot of – like, he's barely played football, too. Since, like, right. He, he played Forever. one season of football in his college and pro career so far in, in the past, what, four or five years now? Yep. His mom said they just love ball, too. Like, he was one of those kids, like, for – she said up until high school, he played linebacker mm-hmm. and like skinny. And eventually the coaches were like, yeah, you can't do this anymore. Bud. Get out of here. <laughs> and I said, that's hilarious. Uh, that, that, yeah. that makes sense too. Like that's why he's, he's, you know, getting targeting penalties on, on, college, on, on returns. As soon as she said that, I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, that makes some more sense. Yeah. When I was like doing, you know, it was just interesting to, to hear her perspective. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. That's good to hear. I'm excited to see how quick he can move, man. Cause like they were doing like releases. Yeah. Like working on releases I'll and back real quick. he was showing a few and. Whew. Yeah. So the, what, remember we used to watch those Chad Johnson before Ocho Cinco, like the Chad yeah. Johnson releases, like he was yeah, the yeah. first one to really do those like hop skippy stutter releases. And like, yep. yeah, that JMO is going to, if he gets into some of those, woof, he might tear some ACLs right there. It's a lot of scrimmage, man. <laughs> those are nasty. Yeah. He's, he's, I, I'm convinced he's going to be fun to watch. And we just have to, like, we have to be patient, man. We have to, we have to let that guy grow as an adult. We need to let him grow as a football player. And, and we're going to talk about him in the next segment, man. Like, it's, it's, it's a big camp for him. And I'm curious, like, one thing, and, and again, we'll, we'll probably talk about this in, in 10, 15 minutes when we get back into it. But, like, I'm curious as what the lines are going to do with him because, you, you want to use this time for him to get that chemistry with Jared Goff, but like same time you need to prepare for those first six weeks. So how much are you repping him with the first team? How much are you repping him with the second team? I don't really know, but I'm like, ah, I just, I, I wish somehow like the NHL, the NFL, I should say 
we'll like grow we'll grow a heart and be like, all right, we fucked up. Let's let's just give him two games. Oh, dude, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> it's it's not gonna happen. And I'm not trying to give anyone a hope that it's gonna happen because it's not gonna happen. No. But man, like I just I'm as eager as everyone else. And and some people are maybe more impatient than eager. I'm just eager, man. I want to see that do ball. Me too. And just to like hush people up. And like it was I noticed this too, and it like made more sense. Like some of these like just really energetic, you know, like him like running around the entire stadium the first time he scored. Yeah. Or like showing a little bit of frustration when him and Jared don't like get connected or he's just a really energetic kid, right? Like you could like feel it coming off of him almost like on some Dragon Ball Z type stuff. Like you can just like feel the energy. So like, yeah, I think him getting like a couple big ish games under his belt will like level him out too. And I think we'll sure. see we'll see less of the drops and less of the super energetic, like super Saiyan JMO and more of just like, okay, let's just be regular here. You're fast enough. You don't need to yeah. be super fast. No, yeah. I think, I think Dan has it right. It, it, it's pent up excitement, right? It's, Dan, it's, yes. Thank you. Dan. It, it's yeah. exactly what we were just talking about. The kid has barely played any football. So it's, of yeah. course, when he scores a touchdown or doesn't, the, the first thing doesn't go his way, he's going to be emotional because he's so invested in the game too. Right. It, <laughs> it, it comes from passion for, for the game. It comes from like this pent up, like I ha- like, do you know how badly that guy wanted to be out there for training camp last year? Last year, dude. Yeah. Like, Ugh, and know. he had to wait month after month after month in which he probably thought he was ready to be out there. But the line's like, we got to protect our investment, dude. Like relax. Yeah. We're exactly. probably not even going to make the playoffs this year. And then, right. um, I know. So, so yeah, like I think a lot of that is pent up energy, pent up excitement. And, you know, I, I think you're right. Like, I think eventually some of that's going to level out. Some of it won't. Like, I think he's always going to show. I, I think he's a guy that's Emotion. probably always going to play with his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. In, in on some level, you just kind of have to learn. Like, because when you do that, like, there there are going to be fans to be like, "Oh my god, he hates Jared Goff. He 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 just he showed frustration." It's like, no oh man, he's just like, if if he gets up in in Jared Goff's face and starts screaming, sure. Probably. But let let me ask you, Morgan, does he seem like the kind of guy that's going to do that? No, 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 like not even a little bit like he's good. He might show emotion Uh, and frustration, but he's not he's not going to like grab Jared Goff by the face and be like, you need to hit me. I was running like like no, no. like he's not. He doesn't strike me as a confrontational guy, just in an emotional way. No. And like, I don't I don't see him as like being one of those like you have to get me the ball. Like (laughs) he's going to be one of those kids, man, because he thinks he's like 230. You know, and like he's <laughs> he just wants to be out there blocking. He does not care. Like there was that run rep last year where he took the yeah. corner off the screen mm-hmm. and he was like loving it, too. Like he's kind of just that's I think we'll see it like Dan. Thank you. Pent up. It was like a like a lion, just like you've had caged up for like 18 months and you've let him out for like little bits of it at a time. And he's like kind of stretched his legs. Now we just got to let him like all the way open up and let him cook pent up i'll wait to see too i'll wait to see it oh and his mom did say that he they already have a plan in place for his time when he's away from the team yeah in terms of training i don't i i was i was talking to his trainer and it was before it was before we were on on stream it was it was actually in our first conversation and i think he he let me know that I think the plan is to to go back to him and, and continue his training with him that may have changed and and i tried to kind of get him to talk about it on stream and and he didn't so i don't i don't know if that's changed i don't know if he didn't want me to say it sorry if uh if i did um but but i think that's that's the plan is like 
he's not he's not going to be sitting on his hands and just like I don't know, gambling on Alabama games on Saturdays from his house, which he would be able to do legally. Um, like he's yep. going to work. 